Hello, good evening and welcome. It's Wedding Cues Live. It's Monday night, it's eight o'clock. Uh, we are at the beautiful Owen House Farm. My name's Gavin Owen Jones. Owen House Wedding Barn. Sorry. <laughs> Started already. Just to let you know. <laughs> Owen House Wedding Barn, seriously. Yeah, it is what it is. <clears throat> yeah, it is. That's what it says in the tin, yeah. Mm. Should uh, we start again? Yeah. No, we don't have to start again. <laughs> I'm Gavin Jones. Uh, I'm Andy Murphy. Hello, how are you? Good evening. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we were joined by Johnny Draper. <laughs> Hello. All right. Um, basically, we'll just uh, introduce ourselves. I'm uh, just in case anyone doesn't know. Um, I'm a singer in a band called The Rush, and I also have a company called BandTube that um, finds bands for people's weddings. Andy. My name's Andy Murphy. <laughs> Hello. Um, I'm a wedding DJ, and I also run a company called Love Music, which supplies uh, amazing DJs to the world of weddings. <laughs> Got the giggles already. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Two I'll minutes in. Yep. Two I'll, minutes yeah. in. Gone. That's it. Game over. Um, Hi. There we go. Um, I'm Johnny Draper. I'm a wedding photographer and um, work with these guys quite a lot. Um, have done for quite a few years, so they're very kindly asked me to pop down tonight and have a chat with um, with them and with hopefully some people who are interacting um, about all things wedding photography. So yeah, we've known you for quite a few years, mate, haven't we? Yeah, quite a few. I met Gav. Oh, this is a story. This is a brilliant story. Is it clean? Oh, it is clean. Clean as a whistle. Over nine years ago. Um, this could literally fill the whole hour, so I'll, <laughs> I'll do the, the really abridged version. Um, me and Emma were getting married. We needed a band. We didn't know anybody who did this sort of stuff then. Did a bit of Googling, got in touch with this company. Um, can't remember the name of it at the time. Pro um, Music. That's the one, Pro yeah, Music Limited. And um, we'd been through the website, seen a few bands, inquired about this particular band, and Gav replied, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, they're not available, but have you checked out this other band called The Coolers? Turns out he was the front man, how convenient. Um, anyway, <laughs> cutting, a long story, cutting a long story short, um, we booked Gav and the boys to shoot, uh, to shoot our wedding, to perform at our wedding. And it was the same year... Uh, that Gav was on X Factor and got through to he got through to the final fifty, didn't you? So you were he was he was like a, a couple of weeks away from potentially live shows, and the time of year we were getting married was going to be like week three of live shows. So me and Ember are like going every Saturday night. This is brilliant! Come on, Gav! Hang on a minute. What if he <laughs> what if he makes it through? What was going to happen for yeah. our wedding? So, do you know what? You weren't the only one uh, <laughs> wishing that I wasn't going to get any further, which is. Uh, I'm not saying that's why I didn't get any further, but, um, you know, karma and all that. But um, yeah. we played at your wedding. It was a great night, wasn't it? Yeah, he'll, he'll be able to remember every single detail about it, of course. I do remember um, the wedding, actually. But the, the interesting thing was um, I, I, Johnny had booked the band and he booked a DJ. Uh, and for some strange reason... It off, wasn't off me. me. It wasn't Andy, yeah. We didn't really know you then, no, I don't no, think. No. But for some strange reason, I'm thumbing through the Manchester Evening News... Yeah, Sorry. Thanks for that. You did that well. That's the first time. Just for some reason, I'm coming so well. through the Manchester Evening News, and there's a story of a Johnny Draper who's not going to have a DJ at his wedding. He's just going to use an iPod. And I'm like, you've booked a DJ? So I phoned him up, and he went, oh, ignore that, mate. We just got a free room at some hotel. I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. So uh, that's Johnny. Yeah, um, and, that, and that's how it all well, thanks, started. Thanks very much for coming, mate. Um, pleasure. What I was going to say was, um, where were you guys? You did your first wedding, didn't you, a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, first one on New Year. Um, I'd managed to have a week off in between weddings, in between um, 
New Year's Eve, which was the last one of last year, and then the seventh, um, which was very nice. Had a few days to relax, um, and then straight back to it. It was great. Yeah, Re- great wedding. Where was it? Uh, up at Mitten Hall, top right. venue. <clears throat> really nice guys up there. Really, really well looked after. So uh, shout out to Ashley and Mark, whose wedding it was. Um, it was Belter basically. Yeah, they they were a sort of. Um, I mean, I'm really lucky. All my wedding couples are. Uh, are amazing and and kind of book me for what I do, um, and of course they have a lot of input into what that is. But it's it's almost quite liberating for somebody to say, yeah, the reason we're booking you is because we like um, what you actually do. So we're not going to try and change that. We're going to just say, yeah, we want to do this and the other cool stuff. We want you to shoot loads of reportage, documentary stuff, but we just want you to have a great time at our wedding. And that by giving that freedom, by being given that freedom, you you shoot the best stuff because yeah. you're not working to a, a, a rigid sort of list or um, so you are working to a timing plan, of course you are, but you're not ticking boxes. You, you're allowing them to be at their own wedding, spend time with their friends and family, shoot all that great stuff and shoot some really cool stuff as well, no, whatever that cool. might be. So no, yeah, they were, they were that, that exact sort of couple. So yeah, great, great one cool. to get back into. You big uh, <clears throat> weekend? My first wedding of the year yeah, was at um, Mittenfold in the Ribble Valley, is it? Clitheroe Way, kind of. That is. Up that way. Great first wedding, lively crowd. Um, kind of an R&B, old school, dance classic sort of crowd, but uh, they were up for it. I was up for it because I've not done it for a while. Must be kind of two and a half weeks off over Christmas. So uh, straight back into it and, and loved every second, yeah. That's cool. Well up for it, yeah. You, Gav, you have a wedding I had a, I had a fantastic wedding on, uh, I did a corporate gig on, um, Friday at Mia Golf Club and uh, for a, a company that we play out quite for quite a lot and they're great they're really good fun but um, I got it filmed by Roland of uh, RTP RT Productions Roland yeah and, um, he's uh, an absolute legend so I can't wait to see the footage he released the little teaser trailer today uh, I've also got to mention uh, Scott Shorrock from Ipswink yeah, Scott's a geezer, yeah. Scott is like my absolute hero at the moment because I asked him if he could provide some lighting for us so that the video looked a bit more interesting and he just absolutely went to town. He was amazing above and beyond. So um, I was really thankful of that. And then on Saturday, I played at the Bella Poc and uh, it was just like being at Glastonbury. It was amazing. <laughs> on a very on a, on a lot indoor, stuff, indoor do you know scale. When you, you know when you're at, you'll see this at weddings and you'll see this where people <clears> are so into, they're not into, just into music, they're into what you're doing. Yeah. So they're really into like the musicians and the, the, like the clap solos and stuff. And that's very rare. So I had Brilliant. one of those gigs on Saturday night for Ian and Fiona. It's fantastic. Nice. I, think, I think we should mention um, on Thursday, was the finals, the national finals of the Wedding Industry Awards, and a can you re- can you remember that? Yeah, I remember it. Uh, very <laughs> you went out, the, you two went out and smashed it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, I was sensible. I yeah, was sensible. Not we went, so much. We went for a game of tennis, and um, <laughs> it was lovely. But a few of our friends won a few awards. Um, big up Sean. Sean from, from the, the Flower Lounge. Lounge in Didsbury got the yeah. best florist. I've yeah, got okay. a big up Fun Time Frankies as well. Yeah, big up Fun Time Frankies. John and uh, Yuan absolutely smashing it. National yeah. award, national uh, band, wedding band of the year. What an amazing! I don't honor. know if you saw the uh, the way the Fun Time Frankies went to the stage. Yeah, uh, no, I saw the video. It was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely brilliant, man. Uh, big Ash- up, big up, Katie Street. Yeah, Ashfield, Ashfield House. House. Yes, well yeah. done, fantastic, awesome. Um, who else got? Was it Cube Events? Were yeah, big up Debbie and the team. Debbie yeah, and the team got uh, best events team. Uh, in the nationals, which yeah, is great. Amazing. 
Amazing. Someone's um, just put, oh, I booked you because you drink Jaeger. <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that Harry? Does Harry, did Harry no, just no. do that? Who's we've that? Got, we've got to say as well, we've got a uh, H. Harry, Harry's behind the uh, Harry, come, camera. Come and say hello. Come, 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 say hello. Um, I'll come around this side. Because you, you might right. notice that the uh, the camera work looks absolutely incredible <clears> and it's uh, it, this is all down to Harry. He's an Top absolute man. legend. Yeah. He's yeah, one of my grooms as well, so yeah. I'm kind of feeling the pressure. That's the right came. I just wanted to make sure that I'd <laughs> made the right choice. <laughs> oh, we, we must also say as well, I mean, I don't know if you can see behind us, we've actually done all this this evening. Just so Wedding Cues Live has a, a, a yeah. decent backdrop. Uh, the Sandy Murphy sideline is the... Uh, massive thanks to, to Dan Morgan and all the staff at uh, wedding, uh, Owen House Wedding Barn for yeah. such a, an incredible uh, display, which is about a few open weekends. I think you should probably say that some of that's mats as well. Oh, yeah. Floor, uh, yeah. Probably. Red, one or two of them, I think. Is, one or is, two of them. Mats and Red Floor. Are this is just a massive advert for Who all else should we plug? £45. No. Have, no, we, have we mentioned my wife and her bridal shop? Oh, yeah. wow. I'm saying, no. It's too soon. Too soon. Nine minutes in. Too soon. Didn't mean it. We'll talk about that later. We anyway, the venue's been fully dressed for an open weekend. There's lots of supplies here. The flowers are from Red Floral. The lighting's from Hip Swing and Luminate. We've got Barrett's Capers here. Uh, you open again next weekend? Open again next weekend, so do come on down. It's open from 12 o'clock, Saturday and Sunday. You can have a walk around and see this incredible venue. It is, it's stunning, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, so, Belter. Belter. It's a belter. Mm. Shall, we, uh, shall we get on shall to go. talking about... Oh, is anyone the, saying, has anyone said hello? There's, there's just people... Uh, Charm's just said thank you for a mention, ah, so good. that's cool. No problem, Charm. Well done. Uh, your missus has just said, can you big up Andy Murphy for getting through to the national finals? <laughs> we did. <laughs> We bigged him up on Thursday night. Neil lot. Redfern giving me a bit of grief for Man United scoring. Oh, like, oh. There's always one. Um, I've only just got over it. Uh, I've got a Guinness there that's getting me through it. But you know, do we have any photography related? We don't questions? have any questions, but uh, <laughs> Johnny's prepared something. Oh, you? You're going you're gonna to talk about uh, through a few things. I think. Yeah, you? yeah. I mean, um, I, I just which thought is what this is all about, really. Basically, I think wedding photography is. It's a bit of a. I mean, I'm, the wedding industry overall is potentially a, a minefield for people when they've just got engaged um, and they start making their plans. I think a lot of that people sort of suffer as suppliers from not being a bricks and mortar kind of business. The venues are all right because you can kind of come in and go, look at Owen House Wedding Barn, it's beautiful and it's a real place and it exists. And people like me and V, actually you less so because you can actually go and do some live performances probably Andy more actually because you're just really generally doing weddings so people unless they're at a wedding can't see you mm -hmm. same with me they sort of don't really and photographers in general they don't really know what to expect when they're inquiring with a photographer when they're starting to make those kind of um, initial plans and I think so many people do things in so many different ways as well wedding photographers there is no, there's no industry norm. I think that goes across all wedding suppliers, but I think the photography, because there's a hell of a lot of wedding photographers out there, it can really throw a spanner in the works for, for brides and grooms when they set out on the, the sort of the, who, what do we want? What, what style of photography do we like? What's our budget? What are we looking for in a photographer? All that, I mean, there's, there's just so much going on. So I was just gonna talk a little bit about that. And I think um, there's so many different angles that you can, come at all that and I think if I was to try and give a, a succinct piece of advice to people when they're trying to get their heads around what's available and what they are actually looking for is, is to try and find a starting point of some description 
whether that's a price, whether that's a style, whether that's a, an overall approach, whether it's um, a person they're trying to connect with, whether that's the sort of mo most important thing to them. But I think if we skip back to price, you know, you can pay anything from 250 quid to ridiculous money for a wedding photographer um, and everything in between. You're at the ridiculous so... money bit there. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. It's, you Sorry know. about that, Harry. That's usually a good night. <laughs> so... <laughs> Sorry, that's all right. Um, <laughs> but I think one of the most important things about a budget is is actually deciding on a budget and not flirting around with with other stuff that you know might be too much or might not be enough as to what you actually want to spend. No, I get that. And I, I think I also think it would be not enough brides and grooms. I think and I don't mean it in a critical way, but again, I think it's because of the the type of industry it is and. They're, they're quite um, unwilling to give too much information away themselves in the early stages. And I actually think it might help them a little bit more in their, in their journey if they were, when they were inquiring with photographers, actually sort of willing to talk about budget a little bit more and say, do you know what, this is what, we're, what we are prepared to spend. Um, a lot I, of people just send a blanket email yeah. to you know a hundred wedding can photographers. Can I say that that's exactly the same with um, entertainment? The <clears throat> one of my first questions, and you'll know this, uh, when I'm, I'm with BandTube and I'm looking, someone's looking for a band for a wedding. I'm not going to try and not to talk too long. No. But I'm just saying, I'm just agreeing with you. One of my first questions is, what's your budget? Mm. And the only reason why I ask that is not to uh, trip anyone up or say, well, they've got that. I'll give them a band that's cheaper and charge that it really just narrows the field down. Mm, I yeah. know that they can afford XYZ band and that's the band that I'll put in front of them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So I understand that totally. And, and for me as well, mm. and I think a lot of other photographers, I mean, I know a lot of wedding photographers. I'm, I'm good friends with a lot of wedding photographers and I think there's a huge amount of them that, that are of the same attitude and opinion. And I think if they had a better understanding of what people's budgets were, if they can't do it, they want to help them and go, do you know what, I, unfortunately I can't do that, but I know this guy, yeah, and he can completely. do all these guys, and he you know, speaks them. It's a bit of a community as well, isn't <clears> it? Definitely, you know? definitely, and I think it would just help people early on, um, because as I say, you know you, you know that some people are sending sometimes hundreds of emails just gathering prices and trying to work through stuff, and that's, that's a nightmare, that's hard no, work, and that. it becomes completely. unenjoyable, and I think the whole process of getting married you should be enjoying as much of it yeah. as possible. It shouldn't be a stress. The planning process, you should enjoy yeah. it. I get that. Totally. You should enjoy it because it's something we, you might have been planning since you were 15, we've 16 We've got loads of comments Loads now, of questions. Lots yeah. of flying in. Yeah. Yeah. So um, maybe we should just go through a few of these before you get to your... your, your, your yeah, yeah, do, sure do we'll feel free to, to ask us any questions, even if it's not uh, photography related. We'll have this one to... Sally Eves. Any questions you have? Yeah, she's a photographer friend of mine, yeah. Where did you start out? Oh, well... Back in the day, back in the day um, I actually I worked for a um, an advertising agency, a creative agency um, in Manchester doing uh, TV ads and stuff like that. I worked in the TV department. Um, I didn't do any of the broadcast stuff. I did non-broadcast stuff, but I, I basically cut my teeth on filming stuff and editing stuff and cutting a very, very long story short. Somebody at work was getting married and went, oh, you film stuff and edit stuff. Will you come and film my wedding? I was like, yeah, yeah, no worries. Never been to a wedding before, no idea what I was doing, just rocked up, shot this wedding, gave them a three minute DVD, because I went through, as I was doing the edit, part of what I'd learned in that job was, and what was hammered into me was, fast cuts, 
great piece of music, keep it interesting, you don't want people falling asleep. So I kind of applied all that to this wedding edit that I did and was going through it going, yeah, ceremony, boring, get rid of that, speeches, <laughs> rubbish, get rid of that. And just cut this three-minute highlight thing together, gave it to this bride and groom. And their initial reaction was, oh my God, we love that, uh, where's the rest of it? <laughs> Obviously, I hadn't deleted it all and I did yeah. them an extended version because I, I understood what they wanted more. But the three-minute version was what they showed everyone. Yeah. And literally, phone just rang off the hook. Really? But that was a long time ago, and yeah. I wasn't charging hardly anything. Yeah. And I didn't realise that what I was actually delivering, because I had all this stuff at work that I could use, that I wasn't telling the boss about, but I you know, use all the cameras and And hello to you, his yeah, ex-boss. Hi, Dave, yeah. Dave yeah. Bell and Cheatham, thanks very much. Nice, nice. Um, <laughs> Do you know about all that, then? <laughs> um, but what I didn't realise... Siren outside. Yeah. <laughs> what I didn't realise was that at the time, people were, were still getting four-hour epics on VHS wow. as their wedding video. And I was giving them this DVD and then, you know, within a few months, like a chapter DVD set yeah. to music. And just with no research into weddings, just because that's sort of what I'd been told to do yeah. from the other side of the job. Um, and yeah, people liked it. I started doing loads of weddings because I was like literally charging 50 quid to do a wedding. And people going, oh my god! But then those were the days. Those were the days. Sarah Heath asked um, <clears throat> a lot of couples asked me, should they pick a photographer that is shot at the venue before? Do you think that's important? Good question, Sarah Heath. Evening, great, great Sarah question, Heath Sarah. Come on, Heath, Sarah. Heating House Farm. Yeah. Hello. Um, thanks for the question. Um, this, that's. I'm going to be totally honest. I think it's really important in this sort of situation to try not to be two smoke and mirrors with answers and I think it's probably more useful to the whole um, chat if I kind of am a bit more direct about stuff. So, I won't lie and if somebody, when I'm meeting a wedding couple, sit across the table with me and go, so Owen House Wedding Barn you, you've worked there before and that's why we want to get in touch with you because I think it's really important to us that that we, we speak to somebody and we work with somebody who's worked there because you'll know all the, all the best places and all that. And of course, because you work there and you're, you're sort of chatting with them and you want to do their wedding because it sounds exciting, you go, yeah, yeah, that's really important. <laughs> yeah. The truth of the matter is, the more I work at a wedding venue, the harder it gets to shoot something new, exciting, something that that couple have booked you for because they want to do something that is unique and... and to their ex wedding. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, when you know somewhere too well... You actually have to work harder mm. sometimes. I think the best wedding I ever shot here was the first one I shot here. Right. Because I kind of didn't have any preconceived ideas yeah, about yeah. it. You're, you're looking at it with fresh and, eyes. Yeah, you're finding spaces in, in different places. A place like this them. must be really interesting for a photographer. Oh, it's yeah. very quirky. There's loads of little, you know, uh, bits of, that you can go, all right, I'll do that and I'll get them there. And, you know, you've got the hay outside. Yeah. And, you know, you, I know you've done stuff out in the field. Didn't you, yeah, we, we, we might have jumped in the Land Rover and driven off across the fields to the sunset um, last year with Olivia and Martin and uh, Dan was Dan loves a bit of that ragging it around the field hello Dan Dan doesn't want to come on camera he's here uh, he is here <laughs> he's though. just he's sort of barmaiding for us which is very kind of him very kind of him very kind of him um, let's get to another question there's quite a few questions Gavin. oh yeah um, can we have a technical one? We allow the technical <coughs> question. Oh, whoa! That might that might expose me as somebody who doesn't study. Easy. study. <laughs> Should uh, you visit the venue with your photographer if it's not one they've been to before? Who's that question from? Nicola Baker. Hello, Nicola. Hello, good Nicola. evening, Nicola. How are you? That's a good question. Um, 
that kind of leads on nicely from my previous bit yeah, of chat about a, a new place. Thing, it? yeah. um, it's difficult that because I shoot weddings all over the place. So you know, if it's a if it's a wedding down south somewhere up in Scotland abroad, it limits your opportunity <laughs> to do that. Um, I would always try and and do whatever it is my my bride and groom want me to do. Um, if it wasn't physically possible, you know, let's say it was, I did a wedding in, in um, Devon last year, and, you know, it's a bit out of my way to go and they're just swing by yeah. one evening. Yeah. So all I just said to them, my reassurance then was, look, I'll just be there proper early on yeah, the day before I need to start yeah, shooting, yeah. go and have a proper nosy round. And I suppose well, you could be spontaneous then, can't you? Because yeah, you've not you seen the venue and you can pick. I think sometimes the other thing is, you know, weather is always going to play an impact in that. Yeah. You can go and look at somewhere and it's a beautiful day and you get distracted by, oh my God, it looks amazing out the front. And, all, and you turn up on the wedding day and it's lashing it down. Yeah. It's like, mm, right, back to square venue, one now. Yeah. So, I don't know, I'm really lucky my brides and grooms, um, you know, but I get, I'm they all about... you from yeah, the work that you've seen. I'm and, try- or perhaps they've had a recommendation from a friend. They just know, Johnny Draper, it's yeah. going to be great. I'm, I'm sure you get a lot of brides and grooms who just trust you. And they, they look for your guidance. They're yeah. not telling you what to do, yeah. you know. So, and that's really cool, I think. Nice one. Thank you for that, Nicola. Cheers, Nicola. Um, Lindsay Ollis. Ah, oh, she's one of my brides. Yeah. Year. Hi, Lindsay. Uh, Hello. Oh, hi, Lindsay. She's booked the rush as well, by oh, the way. Oh, uh, don't leave me hanging. Yeah, oh, sorry, <laughs> she, got, she got a DJ there? Uh, <laughs> no, I think I'm doing the DJ, mate. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> that's that's hi, awkward Lindsay. now. It's a bit awkward. <laughs> um, I think I was going to read this leaf. <laughs> question is, when do they need to have their pre-wedding shoot? And pre-wedding shoots in general. Check like your track. emails next week. It'll be coming up soon, Lindsay. General uh, pre-wedding shoot sort of thing. How you know? How does that work? What, what is it? You know, maybe people don't know what. It's that difficult. Is. It's really actually. I, f- I try really hard not to talk about the pre-wedding shoot too much with my brides and grooms because it's actually. If I tried to describe it, I think it would terrify them, which is probably not the best thing for me to say. Be saying right now, but no, I get that. it's very, it's very, very spontaneous and organic. It it kind of starts out in one way and I, I've got to really read them really quickly and see what they're comfortable with and see what they're happy with so it basically starts out with a location that we've agreed on where whatever that might be and going forward from that it's about me getting it right basically and, and not putting them under pressure that is you know I, I always have the same thing that I say all the time to brides and grooms the last thing I ever want to do is have a bride and groom stood in front of me going to eat out the corner of their mouths to each other. This isn't what we wanted to be doing, you know, yeah, and all yeah, sort yeah. of feeling awkward. And so it's about getting over all that. And, and um, you know, generally I try and do them a, a couple, three months before the wedding. One of the big compliments I can pay you is that generally your brides and grooms end up being your mates. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you think that as well, Andrew? Well, I think a lot of your, your brides and grooms, you end up having a drink with them, you end up going out with them, you end up tagging pictures of each other and... I'm a bit like that myself. You, you kind of become friends with them before the wedding, and then after the wedding, you're all mates, and it just makes life a bit more personal, doesn't it? A bit yeah. more bespoke to them, and it's not just a photographer; it's one of your mates. It's, yeah, part, no, it's part of the cool. team, and uh, it, it does more, it does shine it? through yeah, your images. Absolutely. No, brilliant. Um, let's see. There's quite a few questions on there, actually. You, uh, Mary Smalls. Oh. Mary Smalls. Hello. Hi, Mary. Hello, Mary. Uh, how, how do you choose a wedding photographer if you're not very photogenic? Oh, wow. <laughs> not, so, not sure where she's going with that. 
Yeah, because I, I know a lot of brides, especially when it comes to the first dance, they're all very nervous about the first <clears> dance and they, they want it to be over and done with quickly because they don't want to be the centre of attention. So how did you pick a wedding photographer when they are the centre of attention all day? Do you ever get brides who shy away from it? or A lot. I mean, to be honest with you, most of my brides and grooms, when I sit down with them originally, um, mm. before they book, I think it would frighten me if they said, we love having our picture taken and we can't wait to have loads of pictures taken all day. <laughs> I think I'd be like, yeah. oh shit, I don't, I don't actually know what to do with these guys now because so much of what I do is, is based around getting them over feeling that they're going to be the centre of attention and worried mm. and nervous all day. And I think a lot it's very, very easy to to lose sight of of the sort of the core um, important factors of the wedding, which is the bride and groom getting married and all their friends and family being there because there's so much other stuff going on. Yeah. And they forget about that on the build-ups of the day. And yeah, I've had brides stood at the back of the church about to walk down the aisle going, oh my God, what, what do I do now? Like, don't worry, like, it's all, the organ will start and then they'll tell you to come. And one bride in particular, and oh, I love her, she's so much fun. And she just went, where, where are you going? I went, oh, I've kind of got to go inside now fine. and photograph the wedding. <laughs> no, yeah. where are you going? Don't leave me. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And, I, and she was like, all right, um, well, where are you going to be? I went, oh, I'm going to be kind of in the corner when you get in there. And she went, right, I'll just look at you then. And I went, or... You could think about looking at your husband to yeah. me as you as went, oh yeah, look at him, I'll look wow. at him. And she was, te- she was she she basically was terrified yeah, yeah, about nervous. everyone staring at her. She that. walked in and then she clapped everyone and remembered that they were her best mates and her yeah. family. She walked down the aisle oh, waving no, pointing, see, and true, forgot all it? about yeah, it. And I think true. it's very easy to get to that point where you're just panicking about stuff. Well, it's quite a nerve-wracking day, isn't it? You, you put so much into it and, it, yeah. and you want it to be right. So... I Nerves think we part. we've got a lot of questions, but we've got we've got loads. We're miles, but I'm so sorry, guys. We're miles behind. I do want you to do your uh, your little talk though. So should we do that now, and then we'll come back to the questions afterwards? Yes. Is okay. that what was my yeah. little talk? Uh, you've got your pictures. Oh, good. yeah, a couple yeah, of pictures. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna yeah. I think that this kind of highlights stuff. One of the things I was gonna lead on to right at the beginning was about we talked a little bit about style stuff, uh, price stuff, but. From a style point of view, there's so many different approaches, different photographers do things in different ways. And I think the, the thing that I, I can't get enough across to people is there's no right or wrong. From a bride and groom's point of view and from a photography point of view, if that bride and groom book that photographer and that photographer, he or she, is the right photographer for them, happy days. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what their approach is, how much they charge, whatever. If they're the right fit, brilliant. Yeah. But it's getting to that point and understanding exactly what it is that you want. So there's brides and grooms who want just pure documentary. So that is basically where they're going to do nothing directed, nothing posed on the day. They might not even have any any formal family photographs together. Is that common? It's not for me, but it is for other photographers who who sell themselves on being and a, just say, a pure. I don't doc- do any posing. No, I'll, I'm going to stand in that corner for half an hour and wait for things to all sort of fall in place yeah. and shoot this frame with all these things going on and and that's going to be that's the moment yeah. you know and right, okay. and then there's photographers who literally just shoot formal just stuff because that's what mums yeah. and dads want the church yeah. doorway stuff Do, great yeah, happy yeah. days um, and everything in between and then there's me and, and a lot of my photography friends kind of work in not a similar way I guess but a mix of the documentary stuff coupled with Things that 
I guess, like we were saying before about building that relationship and developing a relationship with your bride and groom, that sort of allow you to do something else, whatever something else is. So, I think, Harry, Q, Q, roll VT, run oh. VT. Ah, oh, have you, you got a chance to say roll VT? Run VT. <laughs> so, <laughs> first one, oh. are we on? This, this is VT, by the way. So, I've got to try and remember what the pictures are now, because they're going to come up here. You can come around here because you're not on the camera anymore. Oh, I could do that, yeah. Oh, he's still, we're, we're quite behind on the thing, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. So I can pick this up, try not to set it on fire, and I'll just quickly talk through ah, these pictures. Yeah, right, yeah. right so, so basically, this is probably one of my favourite wedding photographs from last year. Um, I like this one. Andy Murphy's in this picture, actually. He's um, <laughs> he's in the background. Oh, yeah, he he helped me out um, with a little bit of the, the smoke stuff going on. Um, that was one of those weddings, Lisa and Harry, amazing couple at the end of last year, and I just said to them, um, a bit, a bit uh, unorthodox, but do you fancy leaving your own wedding for 10 minutes, because I've got this idea, and they're like, yeah, yeah, great, so Andy actually very generously gave us a lift to this location, um, had this idea, and fortunately it worked really well, and that's the sort of thing that my brides and grooms, yeah, they want a lot of the documentary stuff, they want the storytelling, they want beautiful moments, they want to spend time at their own wedding, and that's so important, but they also want to do something that puts their stamp on their wedding day and, and whatever that is sometimes you don't know until the day but for Lisa and Harry it it was that and um, I, I just love that picture so um, but that's the sort of the more posy type stuff but then you can look at the, the documentary side of things um, and this is a picture from a couple of years ago that is probably one of my uh, well it's definitely my most liked photograph um, from a social media point of view um, and I think it's just because it's something that almost everybody can connect with, can resonate with. It's bride and a moment with her granddad. Everybody wants beautiful moments captured with people who they love. Um, and this was a particularly sort of poignant moment at the wedding. Um, Catherine was saying goodbye to her granddad. He was only well enough to actually come to the church before he was um, going home. And this was actually in between a couple of family photographs that we were doing, and it just sort of unfolded. And I, w I was actually really what I was doing was directing people, moving people in and out of this shot. And then I realised there was something just going on out the corner of my eye, and kind of got in there. And and I I love it. So you kind of go from the the ridiculous smoke type stuff to the to the real tearjerker type things, and then you kind of move on to everything in between as well but going back to the smoke stuff I have to kind of give this a little mention tonight because um, I've seen a few people talking about smoke bombs and things like that and and I think you know I, I just like doing fun stuff and brides and grooms like doing fun stuff and yes it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with a particular moment but bloody hell it can look cool sometimes <laughs> um stuff like are we, are we where are we Harry have we flicked onto where this one here so that's I'm ignoring that that's what you were just talking about yeah and now that's what you're talking over excellent Am I, is that being shown there that's, are we delayed that, yeah that's your live uh, one but, that's your so that's not showing yet no no it's good I want this one that's the one you can but talk no, about but nobody's seeing that at the moment you talk as if you're looking at that okay excellent <laughs> this is confusing for a lot of people we're going to move on we're going to move on no no there we go it's there it's there, it's there. yeah I'm going to ignore that. it so this one, that's at uh, the, one of the pictures um, I was talking about earlier um, at Owen House Wedding Barn when um, Dan kind of, he knows I like to do some stuff that is, you know, just got a little bit of 
something about it and so I'd shot loads of amazing documentary stuff at this particular wedding and then he was like I'm going to light this fire uh, do you want to come and shoot it with the bride and groom I was like yeah and it's funny you know if you mention setting fire to stuff and to the bride and groom generally they go yeah yeah we'll come and do that amazing um, so that was a shot we sneaked out the back of our in house wedding barn and did that um, we then jumped in in the Land Rover and disappeared across the fields which was um, hilarious um, shot some off camera flash stuff up, up there this kind of stuff I tend to do a little bit later in the day as well um, it always helps when people have had a little uh, little drinky a couple of gin and tonics a couple of glasses of Prosecco um, it relaxes them totally um, and this bride and groom actually probably when I first chatted with them probably didn't necessarily say they wanted to do anything super posy but sometimes everything just feels right on the day so it, it really really worked for them we're rolling on I've only got a couple more to talk through but it's just trying to demonstrate that this one again no bride and groom in it but um, we were waiting for, for the bride to, to finish getting ready Emily at Thornton Manor and um, her bridesmaids were just hanging around and I was chatting with them and they kind of all started messing around in this um, this part of the venue there while we were waiting for Emily to come out of the room and started doing all the posy stuff I wasn't actually shooting we were just laughing about stuff and then it just looked really good so I shot it and um, I just think sometimes the spontaneity attached to a little bit of direction you know this was basically their idea they weren't posing for a photo as such but they were just messing around together and it ended up looking so cool so cool I love that picture um, and then sometimes it's again the spontaneity side of yeah we we wandered off Cat and Robbie to shoot some stuff deliberately with the bride and groom do a bit of posy stuff in a field somewhere and you know sometimes the stars align I guess we walked up to this gate and these two horses wandered over and you kind of you can't really direct stuff like that so yeah we'd gone to shoot some posy stuff but some stuff happened as well and you just feel lucky sometimes so I love that as well um, and then you go back to the to the real emotional stuff um, and this this moment as Lauren was walking down the aisle this is a, a wedding I shot in Ibiza last year uh, Lauren and Steve great couple and you know she looked amazing um, I don't know anybody who wouldn't have had the tear in his eye um, in that setting seeing how beautiful she looked it was great just class. a just great he's got great ink great, great ink and you like a Rolex Gav as well that, yeah. that is a proper Rolex oh, yeah. Steve yeah, yeah. it's a belter that is a belter yeah <laughs> and um continuing continuing with the the emotional stuff you know again it's just letting things unfold on the day knowing when to step back um jenna just walked down the stairs um and mum and dad bridesmaids were, were waiting to see her and I, I was really i should have been out of there um we were running a little bit late but i just had this sense from being around them in the morning that this was going to be a, a proper moment the girls were lively um I, I could tell that mum and dad were were going to be super excited or emotional or both so i knew it was worth me kind of panicking on the drive over to the church that i wasn't quite there as early as i wanted to be um and i got that and i love it absolutely love it next one please harry um this is a wedding that me and andy did um, just before Christmas um, again it goes back to to the whole you know shooting genuine moments spontaneous moments uh, bride kind of wishing that her dad hadn't said what he just said 
Danielle and Andy at the Bella Park. Beautiful wedding. Great belter of a wedding, that. Um, and again, it's just waiting for the right moments. And th- this is the real storytelling stuff. This is the stuff that, that when this bride and groom see this picture, Danielle remembers. She remembers exactly what her dad said at this time that made her react like that. And I think that's so important with the, the documentary side of things, is giving people that, that immediate memory in one photograph. And then it's, you know, I love the, the party side of things. Um, I had a little bit of help with this one at Ashfield House. Kerry Baker and uh, Katie from Ashfield House helped me with this. Um, Debbie and Darren wanted to do something. Um, during their first dance, that just gave it a little bit of extra wow. So we did the confetti cannon thing. And um, yeah, it just all worked. Worked really beautifully. And then, you know, a bit more party. I don't really like to rush off straight after the first dance. Um, this Never. is the sort of thing. This is the sort of thing. If you if you're not diving out the door straight away, you get all that great stuff going on. The bride and groom go for it. Yep. Belter. This sort of stuff with Gavin Jones singing with the bride. You get that. If you don't dash out the door straight away, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's giving, it's ribbing me now a little bit. So sadly, for wedding photographers have got a bit rep, bit of a reputation for asking the question, "What time's the first dance?" But oh, yeah. that's that, that's not true in all cases. I just wanted to I, make people the first dance about half eleven. Oh, half eleven is a strong time for a first dance. Strong time. So um, so yeah, um, and the, whoa! How did that get in there? How did that get in there? I have hey, no idea. Sure. No idea how that got there. <laughs> you haven't done it. How did that get in there? Surely. Where does this go? Yeah, on here, on here. Oh, no, there we go. Yeah. Right, we're coming back. We're coming back. Awesome images. So, awesome, fantastic, yeah. Thank you. We've is the, got. Is, is coming up in a minute. The how did yeah, you get there? Just a little bit behind. There it is. How did that get in there? Now, Gavin, there was a, a question on there from Phoebe. Uh, yes, which is quite. It looks like a long question. I can see it. it's a lengthy question. I'll, I'll, I'll try and paraphrase. Yeah, yeah are you okay. ready for this, Johnny? Probably not. Hi, Phoebe. Hi Phoebe. Oh, hi Phoebe. Uh, right, we're back. Um, <clears throat> miss your face, by the way. Miss your face, Johnny. As you know, I schedule the bride's morning for her hair and makeup. Always stress that I want them ready and finished at least thirty minutes before the wedding ceremony. So you have a fo- solid thirty minutes before. I'm trying to. I can't paraphrase it. <clears throat> Don't read it. Just read it out to get your essential wedding shots. Does that give you, as a photographer, enough time? Realistically, I know you yourself always seem fine with that to get bridal prep and bridesmaid in pajama shots you want, but is that realistic timing for photographers? Uh, there's a, literally only a couple of photographers that ask to be more ready than 30 to 40 minutes before the wedding. In your opinion, when girls are scheduling their own wedding morning, how soon before the wedding do you need them to be ready? That is a really good question, actually. Um, wow. The hair and makeup artists who I know and I work with regularly, we, we know how each other works. So, I mean, Phoebe's very generously asked a, a really good question. She knows how I work. Um, but it's, um, it's a really interesting one. And what it actually does is goes back very nicely into the stuff I was saying before about the different photographers who work in very, very different ways. Um, so, yeah, there will be some wedding photographers who what they sell into their bride and groom as to what they're actually going to receive afterwards is and yes you will get you in the dress with it a picture of it being done up and then you know your dad will come in and we'll get that shot and all that kind of stuff i probably do that 
for less than half of the weddings that I shoot because I, I want to shoot the wedding that they want me to shoot, that bride and groom. Um, and so many times, because I shoot on my own most of the time, it's very rare I'll use a second shooter. Every now and again I do if, if the logistics kind of demand it. But overall, it's just me. So I need to work out when I'm going to leave certain places to get to certain places. So if you are doing bride getting ready at mum and dad's house, then you've got to get to church for the ceremony, then you're going on to the it's venue. Just, you've got to work yeah. out where you're leaving yeah. and at what point. Um, and like I was saying with that photograph of, of Jen and her dad and mum and, um, and the girls before, that was a day where I was literally kind of, bloody hell, I need to leave in ideally 15 minutes ago, but... I just know it's going to be a great moment. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm not even going to say anything to her, and I'm going to wait, and then I'm going to leg it out the right, door. Okay. But so many people will actually have, will say, do you know what? Get down to the church, shoot the guests arriving. I want to see him. I want to see a bit of him, you know, in the build up before I get there, and then just be there and get a picture of me and my dad in the car walking up the, yep, up yep. the pathway, that sort of thing. So basically, the answer to that question, from my point of view, is I would make no demands of hair and makeup, and my, my brides and grooms who. My brides who get in touch with me saying, I've spoken to my hairdresser or my makeup artist. They want to know what time you want me ready for. My response to them always is, don't worry about me. You get make sure you you're ready your thing, in yeah. your own time so that you're... Right. I don't want to be responsible for people feeling like they're rushing for something else. The, the hair and makeup part of the day is so important. Really? It can make or break a morning. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, if, if you get a hairdresser or a makeup artist who ends up running over and stressing the bride out, that's not a good start to heading out the door to go and get but married. equally, if they need that time to get it right, then that's equally important. Yeah, isn't it? but somebody like Phoebe and, and all, the, all the girls who I know who do hair and makeup, they have such a great relationship with, with their brides. They're explaining to them from minute one about how it's going to work with them so that they're ready at the, the optimum time and all right. that kind of stuff. So there is no... The other thing is... You, you don't want to be rushing out the door. That's the, that's a nightmare. To, to be perfectly honest with you, with, with timings, if, you, if you're a little bit like, um, I don't know about the ceremony. It just depends on like if if, Dan, if, if you're late to a ceremony here, there's nothing going to be on afterwards. It doesn't really matter. Ah, well, that's to do with registrars. They yeah. might have to go somewhere ah, else. They might have to go somewhere else. Yeah, so that can be. Type, type, yeah, I get that. That can that can be a pressure. Good question, Phoebe. Yep, we do have Thanks another question here from uh, Jade Murphy. Hello, Jade Murphy. Hi, Jade. Amazing right. name, by the way. Uh, do smoke bombs need to be booked ahead? Or is that, <laughs> or is that something you just... Do you do smoke <clears> bombs <throat> at every wedding, or is it just... I, I do fit? stuff like that for the the bride and groom who show an interest in it, right. basically, okay. and kind of say... Go, oh, yeah, so, oh, so Jade, you're getting the... Yeah, yeah pyro stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, for the ones who kind of go, we want, we want to do something that's a bit fun, a bit cool, a bit different. Mm. So that's when I'll start having a little chat with them. Yeah, um, yeah we kind of... We know we're going to do something going into the day if it's something they've shown an interest in, basically. Okay. So Jade, okay. cool. all good. A uh, little little comment from Stefan uh, Remnison. Stefan uh, the Viking. Stefan was supposed yourself. to be here tonight, but he couldn't make it because he's far too busy, uh, which is all good. But um, we'll probably get Stefan on maybe at another time. So nice one, Stefan. I'm just uh, trying to get your questions here. Sorry, he looks a bit rude, but the, the questions are flying. texting his wife. He's texting yeah. his wife. I'm, not, I'm texting Adam, <laughs> actually. Good evening, Adam. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for your kind comments. Uh, <laughs> Adam Evanson, how long do photos last on the day between post-service and do you... Re 
<laughs> Should I read that's it? The, Should that's I not the old, the old thing where you read in something and then you get to the bit and, and then go, oh, okay. I'm not going to say hey. that. Oh, what does he say? What's yeah, the question? No, he's, uh, he, uh, he basically says, do you ruin the food for the caterers? I absolutely, <laughs> as he well knows, I do not do that. No. <laughs> How, Lucy Wright, how do you get the best out of camera shy couples? Hi Lucy. Hi Lucy. Oh Lucy Wright, big uh, up Lucy Wright. She's doing Harry and Ellie's wedding as well. Uh, yes. We were talking about hotels the other day, me and Lucy, about the party that we're going to have the night before. Not the night before, because we will be stone cold sober. The night after the wedding. That's when we're going to celebrate. You'd be the Chinese, as you usually are. Match of the day, pizza, yeah, glass yeah, of wine. Yeah, yeah. Say glass. The, the actual bottle. dream, yeah, Beers, yeah. Um, Sorry, what was the question, Gav? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I've gone again. I've gone again. We, I think we've covered it to be honest. How do you get the best out of camera shy couples? We sort of mentioned that before, didn't we? Yeah, being gentle with them and yeah. not making them do stuff that they want, they don't want to do. Yeah, there is um, lots of questions, Gavin. Loads. I'm miles behind here, mate. By the way, what's the best combination of live music versus DJs throughout the day? That's Brian. That another one. Another one Thanks, for me. Brian-y. Another one for me. That question. No, not, not for you, Andy. Brian. Yes, that rings a bell. That name. Yes. What was the question? Sorry. What's the best combination of live music and DJs throughout the day? During the day, I would say it's all down to the bride and groom, really. I would have thought live music during the day is a bit better because it's a bit more personal, interactive. You can walk yeah, around. And and you, you can do anything during the day. A DJ, I, mean, I, I, can, I wouldn't DJ during the day. I would kind of host the wedding and introduce the speeches um, and introduce the bridal party into the room to certain types of music. But again, a singer can do that. So it, it all depends on what, what you want as a bride, really. I've seen a really good guy, acoustic guitarist, John King. He's amazing. Recently. Brilliant. He's got other Brilliant through the day. Yeah. Well, then he goes out as a trio at night as well. So, um, super. Yeah. <laughs> hope that answers your question. Sorry. I, I, I hope you enjoy, well, hope my, enjoy my, your meal. My main game pop. is I stop singing and just become the John King trio manager. <laughs> and, you know, the boys get paid three and 11 and I'm on like yeah. a grand a gig, basically, <laughs> for just sat, sitting at home. So that's the end game, yeah. If John, have you watched got magnificent hair. Uh, yeah, Howard Wing has just joined the uh, live uh, feed. Oh, 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 he's he's left it late. He's left it late. Quarter to nine. He's been doing yoga all day. Very did his yoga and had a kip. He's just very flexible. Very flexible. Um, Lots of questions there. It's hard to pick one out. Um, just be, uh, I don't know whether Scott's still watching, but Scott Shorrock, top man. Neve McClelland. Hello, Neve. Uh, she paid a visit to the barn yesterday and loved the setup. Thank you, oh. Neve. Very kind words. Do smoke ones need book, book ahead? We've done that already, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Um, what hair gel do you all use from, from, <laughs> from Matt somebody Peppleston? Was... Oh, of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's called men's gel, I think. <laughs> Is that the wrong way around? Let's give a little advert there. Are we getting that yet? No. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> we'll do one more time. We'll do one more time. <laughs> Matt so, Heppel. I, I use um, Shockwaves. Shockwaves. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nick Roper. Nick Hi, Roper. Nick. Hi, Nick. Evening. Hello, Nick. Evening. How do you ensure the dance floor stays filled after the first or second dance? That's not my responsibility, <clears> really. <throat> um, oh, sorry, that was one for you. Yeah. yeah. It's totally <laughs> out of focus, that, by the was way. It? Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, Matt. Yeah, sorry, yeah, Matt. Yeah, sorry, yeah, Matt. Yeah, oh, does it? Yeah, do you yeah. sort it out, do you? Oh, there it is. Hey. Oh, it's a melt of that. So we've got a lag here. So, right. Um, <laughs> the question was, how do you fill the floor after the first dance? Well, you normally hit them with a, a big tune, something that's massive, something that's... Um, the thing with weddings is... Sometimes people let their guard down when it comes to music. You know, they might say, I listen to dance music and I don't listen to anything else. But comes to the wedding, they've had a few beers. They'll pretty much dance to anything apart yeah. from the Macarena or the Time Warp or the Birdie song. I know you play them at your oh sex. Oh. Yeah, All my favourites um, that Gav drops, those. 
But I would sit down with the bride and groom and we normally chat about what, what the first dance is going to be and then what kind of music they're into. They're not even listening to me. I'm glad, I'm glad you're all listening at home, okay? <laughs> so what I do on the, uh, the Andy Murphy show is... Uh, yeah, the first dance and then straight into something live, something lively, something, it just depends on the mood, depends on the crowd. Um, well, I'm saying that, you just put now party on. And or now, just or, or I just put now party on. In, you know? wow. <laughs> Next question, Your Honour. <laughs> oh, right, uh, all right, boys, just finished my meeting, Howard Wing. Right, thanks, Howard. So How many bookings? Such an important man. How many bookings this year? Yeah, How many bookings yeah, in the yeah. fireys? <laughs> Let's find out. Let's find out, Howard. Go. You did the same thing, by the way. <laughs> That's what I'm ribbing him about. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, I got 900 emails today. <laughs> All asking me, do I take cards? <laughs> Four million emails today. Uh, no, I don't take cards. Yeah. Any, any further questions, Gav, or should we um, um, move on to the next bit? Yeah. Uh, there's like, there's proper like comment. Andy Keir, I mean, he's, he's. Yeah, let's ask Andy Keir. Evening, big up yourself. Yeah. Great so beard. Do you feel less of a man sitting next to two such bearded hunks? Of course he does. Can we anticipate a beard from you at some stage <laughs> Who's that in the future? <laughs> Who's that director? I'm trying, I am I trying. There's a bit going. All right, there, Andy, Andrew. We've got that. I'm down to shave at five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what happens. He seriously shaves every five hours. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I'm not a big fan of shaving. Any questions related to weddings at so all? We are, uh, how Rianne Jones? Hi Rianne. Hi. Thanks Hello, for your question. Um, how far in advance should you book your band DJ or photographer? <laughs> Our wedding venue is Charnock Farm in Leyland, October 2018. Are we all available? Can I, can I just check my diary? Check um, can, I, can I take this one, Gavin? Yes, you can. Yeah. What I'd like to say about this one, oh. and Andrew, um, is this is not me winding you up about photography. This is totally serious. A few years ago, not that many years ago as well, talking three, four years ago, if you'd have told me people were booking DJs, bands, other wedding suppliers ahead of wedding photographer which was the norm a few years ago it was book your venue you book a photographer then you sort of tick all the other boxes and I thought you were winding me up these days I can't get a gig with him when I recommend him he's already booked you know and that's 18 months two years in advance so I would if you want somebody regardless of what they do Get them nailed down, yeah. um, because otherwise you're just going to be disappointed. We Both of these boys the, the, get the booked first just as early as anybody else. So it's uh, as, as soon. And people say um, when they inquire with us, and I'm sure you're the same. When do we need to put you? You know, our weddings in 2019. I, I would go as soon as you make a decision, you book them. Yeah, because absolutely. you don't know when you you're going to get someone come in and take that date. It can happen. Every day there's inquiries coming yeah. in. It's I don't ridiculous. know if it happens to you, but it happens to me. I could have a wedding booked in for the 9th of July 2019, and you'll still get seven inquiries for that same one date. Yeah, yeah. It happens all the time. You, you, you just, it's really, I always feel terrible. It's like yeah. a, a big shame. I mean, I've had a few today on Facebook people saying, Are you available? And then the response back when you're not available is like, Heartbreaking. Oh, no. yeah. You know, you feel really bad. You've got so, your heart set yeah. on you, and they want as you soon to do as soon as you yeah. know, get on it straight away. Get the main things booked. That where it's 
a forest is, is is a bit different, isn't it? Because yeah, they can some, do multiple. There's some suppliers who can yeah. do a number of different yeah. weddings a day, but, but the ones who can only do one band DJ get it sorted as soon as you know. Don't yeah. mess about because at the end of the day, and I said this on the last one, it's like the transfer window. You want your first choice. It's a good analogy. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, Andy said that was a good analogy. Good analogy, well done. Lucy writes, Andy, how would you recommend couples end their wedding music? They have a first dance, but what do you suggest for a last dance? I would never do that. New York, New York. Belt of a tune. Again, it all depends on on personal preference. You could have what we had as our last dance at our wedding, which Gav will remember as being Apache. No. That was yeah. our first dance. Oh, okay. Was it? No, I thought oh, it was Westlife. You it was Westlife. Well Grand remembered, Murph. DJ'd at your wedding. He did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he sure, he's not watching. No. Probably not. No. no. So the question is again, it depends on on personal preference. <laughs> Years ago, the end of a wedding was always either New York, New York, or 500 miles by the Proclaimers. Uh, I tend to shy away from those and just work with a couple. A song which it's always something I go and ask the couple. Yeah, what do you want? Have a think about your last one. If they haven't told me already. Yeah. Um, and you know they usually come up with some genius, and then if they don't, then you suggest like us. Only person from the word is love. He's a big fan of Never Forget because we had Never Forget. Ours. Never go. Forget yeah. Is, yeah. is 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 one of the big ones for me, yeah. and it Belter. always works. And even if. The, the funny thing is, you'll say it to people and they don't realise what it is. They go, oh, I'm not sure. But yeah. then you play it and it's just a hand raiser, isn't it? Yeah. Totally. Uh, what else we got here? We've got loads of questions. Rachel Boran. <clears throat> Hello, Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Thanks for tuning in. Andy, we booked you for our wedding. How far in advance do we have our meeting with you? I've... Come down. Come down tonight. <laughs> it's gonna be, we're going to be here till... Prosecco, unbelievable. I tend to have my client meetings. I try and have them once the stag party and the hen party have happened, just in case there's some sort of story or some sort of music from the hen party and stag party that we can use on the day to try and influence, you know, the, the dancing and the music. So. You're good with that. I said this to you last time. You ask questions that provoke songs in your mind. So you'll say, "When did you go to uni?" Yeah, and then what? What year? So it's two thousand and one. Oh, okay. So then you'll check out what. So what I personally think were big yeah. that year. Do you know Ju- what during mean? a uni year, there's, a, there's always a dodgy, you know? there's always it's a dodgy good. kind of pub that you went to before you went to the main nightclubs in Manchester. There's always a, a pub around the corner which had four songs on the jukebox, which yeah. you can always relate back to those stories about your, your you know your educational yeah. years and stuff like that. So yeah, there's a there's quite a good question here which I'd struggle to answer, but I want to see if you guys can answer it. Nervous. Nervous now. It's from um, Stephen McGowan. Oh, no, I, I was just about to do that. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. So, on. Stephen McGowan. Hello, Stephen McGowan. How Stephen. are you? Um, who or what inspires you? Do you have any particular industry figures that inspire your work? And if so, who? I'm guessing that that's for Johnny. That's not for us. Well, it's tough for me because DJs, a lot of DJs <clears throat> are kind of radio DJs or. Got to be. David Getter for you, isn't it? David Getter, he's yeah. got a nice big USB stick. Uh... <laughs> Hello, David, if you're watching. Dave, we love you. Big Keep up. it real. Big up. Big up with David Getter. So the answer for me is David Guetta. <laughs> no, seriously, I don't think that's a question for John. It's a hard one. It's a tough one because... <clears throat> I'm, I can answer it from my point of view. Go on then. Oh, sorry. Right. No, it's okay. Don't worry. Because you um, said at the start you kind of almost stumbled into photography. Yes, kind of, so. I did. So basically, because I was doing video stuff, at the time, I probably shot my first wedding video 15 years ago. And 
basically the, the couple who photographed Emma and I's wedding, I met them when I was doing wedding video, mm-hmm. and, they, and I've, I've worked with them a couple of times, um, about a year or so before we got, we were, well, a year or so, or so before we got engaged and then got married the year after. So knew them for a couple of years um, by the time we got married. And they were basically the first couple or single, single photographer or any photographer that kind of made me pay attention to the photography at that time because everybody else was doing things in exactly the same way. Mm. I mean, exactly the same way. So a complete polar opposite to what you get these days where everybody's doing things in totally totally different different ways. So it was just, the market was, you know, brides and grooms, well, they had no choice. Mm. It was dictated to them and it was just the same stuff every week that I saw. So there was nothing interesting or exciting about it. It was literally a church doorway shot once they came out, maybe a couple of pictures in the ceremony if, if they were allowed, but... People were shooting on, you know, film cameras um, with big flash guns and slow shutter speeds if it was dark, which meant tripods and very old school. Yeah. Um, church doorway shot, one in the car, all the family shots, and pretend cutting of the cake, <laughs> and that'd be about it. That's what people got. Um, a, an album with thirty-six shots in it. A bit like mine. Yeah, probably. I was going to say you, you, yours was. You've talked about that before. Your wedding video was a bloke with a Russian army uh, yeah. <laughs> army camera, tripod, seven hours in pointing in one Here direction. My, my wife watches it all the time. time and date in the corner. Yeah. Brilliant. I love that. We, we, don't, we mentioned don't that last one, didn't we? Stefan needs to do that. Stefan needs to bring that yeah. back. Yeah. Stefan, bring so, it back so, time and date. your influence? It doesn't really work like that for me. I mean, I'm, do you know about any singer that you think... Let me finish my story. I was only just getting going. Yeah. It was only just getting going. Sorry. So the, the husband and wife there, team, like... Jonathan and Christine, were basically the first couple I'd seen do anything in a different way. And the, the thing that really stuck in my mind, the first time I met them, when we, when we sat down during the wedding breakfast and, and everyone was eating and we just had a few minutes to chat, my question to them was how long they'd known the couple. And I actually meant that in a, I assume you're mates with them and have right. known them for years and you're friends of the family or whatever. And they went, oh, they're just a wedding couple that we met last year when they booked. And it blew my mind because, like these guys, the bride and groom loved them. Like mm. they were, they were wanted to be their best friends and all that kind of stuff. And that re- that really kind of resonated with me. Yeah, and completely. that's been something that has kind of stuck with me well, about building the before. Yeah, exactly yeah. building relationships with people. Yeah. And just their approach overall, they were really early adopters of um, shooting on digital. So <laughs> they were far less restricted in terms of producing something very different to what. I was saying, yeah, people can, are getting. Can I ask you, actually, there was a digital analog switchover, I'm guessing. Mm. I'm, I'm guessing there was probably a lot of wedding frogs were, were very uh, uh, against changing to digital. I bet you a lot of them hung on to the old style for years. I think so, and I think because they thought, oh, it's never going to catch on this digital stuff. Which, which, is, a which is unbelievable when you but I also think like now. It was the hugely, you've got with it was hugely expensive at the time. Ah, was it? Like, massively expensive. To swap over, right? And now it's almost the other way. It's probably more expensive to so shoot the amount of photographs you'd want to deliver um, in a comparison to digital. It's probably more expensive to shoot film these days. So Crazy. film is almost um, a premium product, really. You know, people I know people who are charging five, six grand to upwards shoot to shoot film. a wedding on film. Gee, yeah, yeah. and and a lot beyond. You know, someone mentioned to me today that there was a DJ who was de- still <clears throat> DJing weddings on vinyl. Yeah, still happens, and uh, yeah. vinyl does sound better, regardless. But it doesn't. It does well. It, 
it's, it's got that warmth. It's got that warmth, but, but it's not. I know, I know loads of DJs who won't touch digital stuff. It's still, yeah. You know, DJs there's a lot of clubs DJs. in town who won't allow DJs to bring any sort of tech into the DJ booth. It has to be vinyl. Yeah, well. You're not allowed a laptop. You're not well, allowed the, a USB. If you go to, like, I did a gig at a, a big club at, in the Printworks, and they had two vinyl platters, but they were time coded, so they yeah. still do a bit of that. It's, so basically, you got a laptop, but it works. So you can still manipulate the yeah, time yeah, code. Yeah, it? So. Let's get back to some questions, well, it's, it's, it's guys. It's nine o'clock. Are we going to... Well, we've got another three hours to get Oh, right, okay. Yeah. We're well, until midnight, I just, we? I just don't want <laughs> miss to miss out. anyone who's... Good. Let's take a couple of more questions. Let's see. Uh, let, let Johnny pick one because... Kenji Fenton's no joined. Kenji Fenton's... No! He's joined because Kenji was at our wedding as well ah, back in the day. He loves it. No loves way it. Kenji Fenton's watching. Is he asking a question or is he... Um... No, he's just joined. He's okay. well, he probably turned off already. We'll see. <laughs> joined and went, oh, what's this? I think... Well, I actually think... Andy, what is your best Now album and why? <laughs> now 11 for me. Now 11. Can't I can't even know. I should be so lucky. It's the white cover. I think it was Now 8 and it's got Don't Leave Me This Way on it. It's got uh, Addicted to Love Robert Palmer. How sad's this? But it's one of the first ones I bought and it's amazing. About 19... Uh, 80... Something like that. Yeah. 86. Uh, yeah, I was 2 be, at I the time. 85. I think I was 2. <laughs> 11 yeah, was 87, It's I think. amazing. It's the white one. It's got like a white... Uh, anyway... Yes, Mike. Thank you. I love that I question. I actually think it's time to wrap it up. It's a vinyl. No. One more, one more question, Johnny. Well, Johnny, pick a question. You skip through there and pick a question, Johnny. Listen, guys. This, thanks for joining us tonight. By the way, massive thanks to Harry for making it look H. just top man. Outrageous. It really does. Uh, again, uh, you've obviously noticed that the quality of the uh, video is stunning. Absolutely stunning. Stunning. Uh, <laughs> thank you massively to Dan, who's over there um, running his fingers through his. Very expensive hair. Uh, Harry, <laughs> can we can we get it like a scanning shot of the venue? Can we, Would that um, be possible? There's so many good questions. I know, but we're going to answer so little time. Pick one, pick one. Well, Lauren Matram, hello, Lauren. I will. Yes, I will tell you if you're slouching. <laughs> it, here's the best question. Go on. La Leslie Ann Stevens from Mitten Hall. I saw that one. Yeah. Here's a belter. Go on. Hi guys. Hi. If a couple were going to go over their budget. Which do you think they should spend it on? DJ. Band. <laughs> DJ or photographer. Band, DJ or photographer. Personally, from... from um... There's some very cheap loans nowadays. 3.3% from your bank. Get on it. M&S, 3.9%. I bought my wow. sister's car with it. So basically we're not answering that. I don't know. I think... I think... If I was going to have to do it... Band for... Band for... Um, photographer, I think. Well, you do quite... Good videos and stills Amazing. your GoPro yeah, really yeah. now, don't you? So yeah. you could just get him to do it. He doesn't play a musical instrument though. So. Yeah, uh, Dan mentioned that last week. Yeah, but Gav um, sings and DJs, so he just needs to work on the pictures. So, right. Yeah. So if anybody's looking for someone to wait on tables or open <laughs> bottles of wine, does anyone work for Carphone Warehouse? Because Whoa. I'm there. Whoa! <laughs> wow. Painting lines down the middle of the motorway. Middle of the M6. <laughs> The belter at painting lines on the M6. <laughs> Listen, guys, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Um, if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't do this. So thanks a lot. 
Massive thanks to thanks, Johnny Drake. Johnny Drake, thank you, you for oh thank you. Oh, is that Jägermeister? Yes, it's a Jägermeister. That's my favourite. Hopefully Gemma's tuned out by now. Just oh, before we do finish, going to mention the next uh, Wedding Cues Live is going to feature the magician Sam Fitton. Yes. Sam Fitton. Yeah. It's Sam also Fitton. going to feature... I bet he can't make these disappear as quick as I can though, can he? Hey. Johnny. It's <laughs> also going to feature um, Ollie and Susie from The Word Is Love who supplied the letters. I don't know if you can see the letters at the back there. How's that coming across on... Yeah, you can see the letters. Oh, yeah, just... The next um, one will be uh, Ollie and Susie and then hopefully over the coming months we're going to have makeup artists who are going to give you a masterclass live on the uh, wedding queues, um, hairdressers... Probably, probably of... somebody owns a bridal boutique. Probably will be. Oh, yeah, we'll probably yeah. turn up at some point. I don't know who that might be, okay. but we'll see. I'm that's sure a, I yeah. can, we'll try and pull a few strings. Well, so yeah, thanks <laughs> for watching. It's been a pleasure, and uh, thank you to Johnny Draper. Thank Cheers. you, David. And Cheers. Cheers. Down the hatch. Pro. I'm, I'm, I'm driving.